from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, January 7th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine today said that Phase 1B of the COVID-19 vaccine rollout will begin in just under two weeks. DeWine stated at his regular press conference that Ohioans aged 80 and older and educators will be among those included in Phase 1B. DeWine said around 100,000 vaccines will be available for elderly Ohioans during that first week. There are around 420,000 Ohioans in that age group who are not living in long-term care facilities. DeWine's announcement comes as Ohio has now reported more than 750,000 COVID-19 cases. So far, nearly 9,500 Ohioans have died from complications connected to the virus. Governor DeWine held firm in his condemnation of President Donald Trump and the rhetoric that led to an assault by pro-Trump extremists on Capitol Hill yesterday. DeWine applauded the words of prominent Republicans Vice President Mike Pence and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, which he described as strong defenses of the Constitution, while condemning the incendiary comments by President Trump that incited his supporters to storm the Capitol building. DeWine urged Ohioans to now put aside politics and work together. It is time to accept the election results to accept the will of the people so we may begin to move forward and we may begin to heal. A number of officials said they were troubled by the lack of police response at the Capitol yesterday. Yolanda Harris has more with Ohio Congresswoman Joyce Beatty. Now, when she saw what was happening outside, she was angry over the lack of a quick response by law enforcement. She said if those individuals looked like her, it would have been a different story. But still, she was not deterred from what she came to Washington to do. We cannot let individuals like this stop the progress of this country and the work for the people. So I think you will find that most of us, we will work through the fear. We will be safe, but we will work through the fear to get our work done. I'm Yolanda Harris. Congresswoman Beatty is a longtime U.S. representative from Ohio and leader of the Congressional Black Caucus. As those extremists stormed Capitol Hill to interrupt the Electoral College process, members of Congress were forced to hide in chambers and flee to undisclosed locations around the city. Angela Rygard spoke with Democratic Congressman Tim Ryan of Ohio. They range from everything from one person saying President Donald Trump needs to be removed, another person calling for those people who stormed the Capitol to be held accountable, and another person saying, look, we got to investigate how we even got here. I think he needs to be removed from office because we can't trust him over the course of the next couple weeks not to continue to try to undermine our democracy in a very violent and significant way. I mean, somebody died today. In Columbus, Angela Rygard. One Toledo congresswoman is recounting her experience. Tyler Paley reports. Congresswoman Marcy Kaptur says she saw Speaker Nancy Pelosi escorted out of the House chamber. Then the chamber doors locked. She and other House members sheltered in that chamber, and she heard loud banging from rioters attempting to gain access to the House floor. We didn't know really what that was all about, but we were held there um, and protected. Congressional members from both parties condemning the siege. I'm Tyler Paley. Following that failed insurrection yesterday, Ohio's senators followed through on their promise to certify the Electoral College results that the rioters were trying to interrupt. Andrew Kinsey has more. Ohio Senator Rod Portman spoke on the Senate floor during debate. Here is a listen at what he had to say. Today I'll do my constitutional duty and oppose these efforts to reject the state-certified results. And tomorrow, in the wake of this attack on the Capitol, the pandemic that engulfs us and other national challenges, let's work together for the people. I'm Andrew Kinsey.
Ohio's Democratic senator is joining a growing chorus of lawmakers from both parties calling for the removal of President Trump from office. Senator Sherrod Brown issued a statement yesterday saying, quote, We must hold the president accountable for inciting this attack on our country. The cabinet and vice president should immediately invoke the 25th Amendment to remove him from office, end quote. Republican Senator Rob Portman has so far remained silent on that issue. The Office of Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost said he's doing fine after a positive test for the coronavirus, the first confirmed case among Ohio's statewide office holders. Dave James reports. Yost, a Republican and the state's top law enforcement official, contracted COVID-19 over the holidays, according to a spokesman. The Columbus Dispatch first reported the diagnosis late last night. The spokesman says Yost is feeling well and continues to work from home and has not had any contact with staff. Governor Mike DeWine announced a positive test last year, but a follow-up test hours later was negative. Dave James, ONN News. Another brush with the law for the grandson of Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson is raising concerns about selective treatment. Michael Kelly has more. New details are emerging about a mid-December police report where a 21-year-old woman claims Frank Q. Jackson, the mayor's grandson, hit her several times in the face. Police noted the woman opted not to file charges, only wanting their claim documented with photos what appeared to be a lump on her forehead. The younger Jackson was released at the scene. A city spokesperson says the Cleveland Law Department is handling the case, assigning a special prosecutor to investigate. Meanwhile, the Cleveland Police Patrolman's Association is crying foul after three officers were arrested and charged with assault for a disturbance outside their union hall, where, like the mayor's grandson, the other party declined to press charges. Michael Kelly, ONN News. And the third-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes and top-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide meet Monday night in Miami in the national title game. Dom DeBerry reports on one of the exciting matchups coming in that game. The Alabama offense can sure score points in bunches, led by Heisman Trophy winning receiver Devontae Smith. Ohio State defensive back Sean Wade says this is the matchup he wants. With Devontae, he's a great player, very, very shifty, quick and fast. Um, you, you see it on you see it on his highlights. So he, he could do everything in, in the book as a receiver and just really, really looking for that matchup. But at the end of the day, just want to win that game. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.